Today, Joe Biden is announcing his Supreme Court nominee, the latest on Russia and Ukraine, and the CDC announces another change in masking guidelines. We've got the latest for you today, and it all starts right now. Happy Friday. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. As you can see, I am not in my house still and I am not wearing my controversial glasses. So I uh, hope everyone's happy, excited. Uh, we're excited to be here. It's still freezing cold outside, but there's no more ice. So we're here. The crew was able to come in. Everything's great. Al uh, uh, by the way, uh, Alex Stein, who looks Prime like he wants to say something. Sarah, what are you talking about? I do have to say, <laughs> everybody so loves funny. a librarian. Wear the glasses. <laughs> and and I guys, do not let him spoil the bunch for one day. Everybody has a librarian fantasy. Do not ruin that. <laughs> he probably got, uh, has book fines or something that he still has PTSD about. Glasses, wear them. Please. I appreciate we like it. Them. I well, I appreciate it. Gosh. I mean, not why I'm wearing them, but I will say they do come in very handy because on days where, like, I you know I do have two children and um, work full time, and when you don't have anyone to watch your children, and the school's out, and it just gets very chaotic. So whenever, for those of you who like, watch the program a lot, they know when I show up in glasses or a bun, they're like. Mm. Sarah's had a tough day. Sarah has had a tough day so far. Well, Sarah, uh, you do it so gracefully. Do not beat yourself up. I think Sarah looks, I mean, come on. She looks like a superstar, like literally. Right is, We're team glasses here, Sarah. Team what are you glasses. talking about? No, but this team. isn't to kiss Sarah's butt show. It I'm is. just saying, Sarah. Well, it, it can be. We yeah. can make it that. Well, one of these internet trolls, they're all there. They all have, you know, insecurities that are even way worse than yours. So it's let, true. So let them. That's their therapy. You know, it's sadly, true. as a beautiful woman, you're going to be a pincushion for people that are, uh, they call haters. You know what I mean? So I think uh, that's just part of it. I that actually means that. that you are successful and that you are a shining light because they're like, oh, I, I can't handle it because my insecurities, you know, they want to they want to deflect. And that's all it is, is a coping mechanism for your greatness. I appreciate that. Al Alex really wants to come back. I do. So I love Sarah. <laughs> I just can't believe Sarah. Oh, you got a great show. You're a blaze. You know, you're just a successful woman, successful mother. And then you would have any insecurities and some troll in it. I'm like, I, I want to wring his neck. Oh, give me a break. Well, we're off to a, uh, oh, a good yeah. start Sarah here. Said, she already said already, oh, well, I commented back on one troll. I'm like, no, Sarah. Yeah. He, he got that. really mad at me. That troll is like, yay. Oh, I'm so happy about that. <laughs> It wasn't even a troll. It was a fan of the show. I'm but like, why are you dogging me when you watch the show? My goodness. Uh, as I say often, who needs friends? Uh, who needs enemies with friends like these? I also want to introduce Jorge Ventura, reporter from The Daily Caller. And uh, also, you know, Jorge, I think the fans know now whenever you come into town, you have a new documentary out because you're like the documentary machine. <laughs> Just producing these documentaries every chance you get. I don't know when you sleep, but it is. Tell, tell us about the new one. Yeah, sir. So we just released um, the Hero to Zero documentary. It can be found on HeroToZeroDoc.com. And we just wanted to do something different at the Daily Caller. We were looking at, um, you know, the corporate press has essentially, you know, held any frontline workers like police officers, nurses, teachers as these kind of frontline heroes, has praised them. And, you, look, right, right, you know, rightfully so, mm -hmm. is the height of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I'm from Los Angeles. So our mayor, Eric Garcetti, told us that at 6 p.m. every night, we had to bang our pots and pans. And as soon as the mandate started coming, we saw the corporate press start to demonize these first responders, yeah. people in the working class, middle class. So we didn't, you know, we didn't agree with that. And we wanted to give back and give these people a voice and tell their stories of what they're going through. And it's um, it's some pretty sad stuff. One of the firefighters featured in a documentary, Josh Sadler, 
Riley. He's been placed on unpaid leave since October. So till today, as we're speaking right now, he hasn't received a paycheck. He has a mortgage. He has four kids. He has a wife. Um, and right now we see that the corporate press is cheering on also the firing of these workers. So we wanted to do something for them, give them a voice and tell their stories and show, hey, these are real people um, that are going through this just for making their own personal decisions. After being on the front lines of the pandemic, most of these frontline workers like nurses, firefighters have already contracted COVID. And mm -hmm. if we're going to trust the science, according to the CDC, natural immunity protects them six times more than a, a, uh, a vaccine. So, yeah, we just released it, hero to zero uh, doc.com. Please check it out and, and share it. And, uh, you know, it's just like I said, it's telling the stories and, and giving a voice to the first responders. Yeah, well, we appreciate the work that you're doing constantly. Again, I really don't know when you sleep, but uh, yeah, we thank you. Sleep, we thank no you sleep. for that. Um, go so, ahead. so do you think they take advantage of them in the documentary? Is it just to set an example, though, just to scare people, to fear monger people in the future? Like, why do you think they are going after the first responders so bad? Because I haven't seen the documentary, in your opinion, Jorge. Um, I mean, to be honest, I, I have no idea. It almost seems like they're being scapegoated. Yeah. Um, and like I said, right now, like when these first responders are like, oh, all right, if I'm, if I'm being place on unpaid leave like when am i getting fired or anything the county won't give them give them a date so they're just kind of been stuck in limbo i think they're just trying to make an example you know of these folks mm -hmm. um the la times even put out an editorial saying we need to build back better by firing all the anti-vaxxer firefighters <laughs> after those firefighters were like yeah. saving people's lives for right. the past two years right, right. um so I, ha I have no idea but right now in california it's becoming a big fight and the good thing you know now that the mandates are starting to drop so hopefully something works out there where these folks can get their uh, you know, their jobs back and at least know. get some type of back pay. I mean, to go since October before getting a paycheck is, right. uh, yeah. is criminal. Um, well, everyone, make sure that you check that documentary out. Um, I want to switch gears here. And I know, I think Russia and Ukraine is obviously the top story globally, but um, we discussed that at great lengths mm -hmm. yesterday on the program. There's a little bit that's transpired since then, but I do want to get to first uh, Joe Biden, who has apparently selected his Supreme Court nominee. He tweeted out earlier, I'm proud to announce that I am nominating Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson to serve on the Supreme Court. Currently serving on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit, she is one of our nation's brightest legal minds and will be an exceptional justice. I love that all that all of the uh, articles that I'm seeing about this, like one of the first things they say is that she would be the first black woman to serve on the Supreme Court. And I'm like, I know that's why he picked her. Wasn't that yeah. like, did, weren't we already told that that was the literally the only criteria that he had? So I don't think you need to put that at the very beginning of the freaking <laughs> article. And the original uh, black Supreme Court, uh, Supreme Court justice that was nominated, Biden, was the one that stopped that. So it's like he actually stopped progress. But listen, Kentanji uh, Jackson, no relation to Michael Jackson uh, for the people that say that. that Are you sure? Everybody's <laughs> saying that. that. I want to squash that rumor. No relation. Uh, no, but you're Pretty right. For yeah, it's, 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 it's the problem. It's the intersectionality. I mean, it's with the entertainment, too. It's like, you know, you can't even have a hit TV show or any TV show on a major network if you don't have, like, a, you know, trans, you know, character that is fight, person of color that is fighting some sort of existential conflict that is propaganda for, like, the mainstream news. So that's where we're at right now. It's like... The creativity is gone, in my yeah. opinion. I, I want to I uh, bring up, look, I, as soon as they announced, I was like, I need to look into mm -hmm. this woman, look into mm -hmm. like what are her views, what, you know, what is her history. Um, I do know that she has faced some scrutiny where she sits now on the uh, Circuit Court of Appeals for overturned decisions. So apparently she has had a lot of uh, decisions that have then gone on to be overturned. <laughs> it's almost like she might be uh, trying to be an activist from the bench. I, I don't know, um, and uh, change law from the bench. But um, Jorge, what are your thoughts on? Oh, let me let me give mm -hmm. you one more. Mm -hmm. I did see online that her husband, who is a doctor, an MD, 
um, does have pronouns in the bio on Twitter. So well, that's great to know. So they're those people. Yeah. Well, is she worse in them expanding the Supreme Court, in your opinion, than, than hiring her that's going to go inside? No, because yeah. she's just going to replace a liberal for a liberal yeah. is not yeah. like a it's it's a wash, in my opinion. It's just interesting to see how they're making the and choices. And I think, too, you know, Amy Coney Barrett also hasn't even been ruling with right. the sides of oh, conservatives. Yeah. So it's a it's a big loss. The, the thing that, I mean, we, I guess we all would all agree is just just pick the best person for the job. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Biden, I guess, has a history of not doing that. Even when it came to the vice president pick, you know, he said, hey, I'm going to pick a woman of color. It ended up being Kamala, who was extremely unpopular at that time. I think a lot of folks who might have not, uh, who don't remember, but when she was running for president, she was actually pulling 1% lower in her home <laughs> state of California to Andrew Yang, when no one even heard of Andrew <laughs> Yang yeah, or UBI. It's so that's how unpopular Kamala is. Um, so... And not even surprised at this point. I think the next Supreme Court has to be like, you got to now be black, trans, um, you got to be like not uh, everything. I guess There's, pansexual. They're, they're yeah. going to yeah. get the pick. Well, they're, well, they're, they're not going to be able to find anyone. Yeah, yeah, like, but, oh, but, crap. You're saying that. So do you know about Sam Britton, who uh, the guy who's in charge of uh, Biden's nuclear uh, waste energy mm -mm. is a furry. He's a, oh. uh, have I you seen this guy? This. His name is Sam Britton. Look him up. And he's in charge of the nuclear waste of and our. He's trans uh, something, right? He's, he's a transsexual, but he's pansexual <laughs> and he's a furry. <laughs> and, yeah, I don't even know what these mean. Which is okay, but I'm just. Oh, like, what dating insight did he, you use, bro? But, and, and, and the thing is, he has an incredible story. He had Mormon parents, and they put him through gay conversion therapy. So that's why he's, like, a little extra flamboyant, like, according to his own story. So, but I, what I'm saying is, he's a nice guy. I love Britain. I'm happy. I want him to be more flamboyant. But I think he gets picked for the job because of yes. his flamboyance and not his brain right, power. Right. So that's where, you know, and listen, I live on flamboyance. I get picked because of flamboyance all the time. And so I can call a spade a spade. We're, we need to pick people because of their content of their character and not because of the color of their skin. Thank no you matter the color. King. Yes, Thank you're welcome. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean how about original. the, uh, what, Rachel Levine? I don't even, oh, I don't even remember what his real name is. but um, <laughs> Richard. But, it was Richard. Is it Richard? Yeah, it was Richard Levine. They always pick the, with the same, they start it with the same letter. The, whatever the letter is of their first name, they don't want to deviate from that, which no. I find fascinating. No. Why is that? I don't know. You're supposed to be a completely different person. Why does it need to, to keep the same first letter of your name? But, like, this is a person who is working in the Department of Health and Human Services. Well, if you look at... Arguably with a very, very bad who, mental health who, who looks like... They haven't been in a gym in like 20 years. Who, you know? That is also true. <laughs> all you have to do it's is look at true. any health minister, it looks like they're about to pass away. Right? I mean, they're, yeah. they, they're all over 500 pounds, or they're like the LA one, I forget her name, but yeah, I mean, she's she, so frail. She looks like she, I mean, hasn't eaten in, in months. <laughs> I mean, she looks like she's gonna just, you know, keel over. But Jeez. that's where we're at. The people that are in, th uh, the, in charge of her health have not once during this whole entire pandemic said, hey, go out and get some vitamin D. Yeah. Go out and exercise. Right. You know, maybe even look at your diet and don't eat so much genetically modified what crap. I, what I found right. interesting, too, Alex, when, when we're going through all this, the only country that I've seen actually go and promote, like, hey, go run, get some sun, um, has been the president of El Salvador, Nayib Bukele. He put out this kind of viral video on Twitter where mm -hmm. he encouraged the citizens, uh, like, hey, go out there, get some sun, exercise. There's other ways to beat COVID than just the vaccine. And, you know, the, a little country of El Salvador, they were, they were able to send every citizen ivermectin. We're in the richest country in the world, and we can't even do that. I'm, I'm hearing from we friends do it. that, you're, you know, <laughs> even if they order the, the stay-at-home, you know, COVID test, mm -hmm. it takes them, like, four weeks to even receive it. So... So they're already completely over yeah. all of their virus by the time they <laughs> yeah, receive and, the test. And, that's, and, that's efficient. And these PCR tests, come on. I mean, they're a joke. And you're administering them at home. I mean, that's not a way to tell. And, you know, you don't really know if you're contagious or not. But 
Listen, any, everything the CDC says is great, and I love them. And <laughs> stay vaccinated, get your booster, uh, safe and effective. So I just want to be on the side, uh, safe side. I want to, I want to get back to this, the the Supreme Court really quickly because I, I think it'll be interesting to see how the Republicans handle this. Um, are they going to fight at all? Uh, any, I mean, and right. I'm talking like your Lindsey Graham's, your Mitt Romney's, uh, your Mitch McConnell's, Ooh. your, you know, these people. Yeah, I, are we even going to hear any pushback from them at all? Well, it, Lindsey Graham has been going on on mainstream media and actually saying that he likes the direction Biden is headed with with his pick. So I don't see the like like a Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, the Rhinos. I actually think they're they're pretty happy with the pick. I don't see yeah, them finding it. They don't all. care. They, they don't care. Shaw, they could care less. Yeah. They're going to put her in. And because you know why? Because they don't want to make it look like what they do with Amy Comey Bryant, and, and because they don't want to look. Yeah, they don't want to look um, uh, as I guess you know. Um, they just don't want to look as ingenuine and, and spiteful like the Democrats looked with the last elections of the Supreme Court justices. In my do opinion. you think that that is? a mistake on the Republicans part that they're doing it for optics to not look as bad probably yeah, do you think that they're yeah. concerned with how they look morally right because it's mm -hmm. like I, I don't at the end of the day I don't really think the Democrats give a crap uh, whether you look bad or not they're still going to do it every time right. they're still going to oh, get yeah. in the mud and the Republican time. voters want to see them fight mm -hmm. and if they, that's you know, what I think and I think I think that this past year Republican voters have just been constantly disappointed time and time mm -hmm. again um, yeah you know with these Republicans who are just selling selling us out at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the rhinos, they're trying to get um, probably black women to vote for them too. So why, yeah. you know, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't, it's it's kind of like how Michael Jordan never got political because he said uh, Republicans buy shoes too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You want to, yeah. you know, yep. these guys, even though they put off the sense, oh, they're so conservative, they still want to align with the populist uh, probably ideas and agenda. Yeah, you know, and I know we have to get to the, to the break to, uh, to thank our sponsor, but I do want to, it, that reminds me of a conversation that I was just having, which is I still am seeing people in Texas who, when I, everyone knows, I'm Chad Prather, my, my best friend. He's obviously running for Texas governor. Uh, obviously, I personally, I can't speak for the network. I personally endorse him wholeheartedly. And, um, you know, people are like, well, what are you doing? You can't split the Republican vote. You can't. And I'm like. Please learn how primaries work uh, because this is like the exact reason for a primary mm -hmm. so that mm -hmm. you don't split the vote. And then the people don't want the vote split, which is not what happens. But they don't want the vote split because they say, well, Abbott's our only chance at beating Beto. And I'm like, oh, no. that's not true. I don't think yeah. it's true either. And it's I'm, it, it takes me back to when people said, well, it's Obama. We have to run someone in the middle, moderate, like Mitt Romney. Let's run him. We can't do anyone too polarizing. And it's like, you see how that works out for us whenever we try to like placate and go, well, 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 we have to run someone who reaches out to the to the other aisle because because then we won't get into. Well, well, the Democrats might not vote for us. They're not freaking voting for you anyway. Like, wake up. Yeah, I don't think Abbott's done enough to defend the mandates on the big businesses. You know, he acts like he has, but I really think, you know, Prather, Huffines, even Alan West are better options, in my opinion, than... Well, all of them would be better yeah, options. Than yeah, than Abbott. That's how I feel. Especially and, on the border, too. Uh, Abbott has failed on the yep, border. Too. I know, yep, I know yep, it, you know, it's easy to play, uh, you know, blame Biden at this point and point the fingers, but 
at the end of the day, we're in Texas. Yeah. He's the governor. Yeah. And when you're down there in South Texas and you speak to those voters there, right. I haven't spoke to one single voter in South Texas who's happy with Abbott at this point. Yeah. Because the sex trafficking, the drugs to the border, yep. that is his responsibility. Yeah, 100%. So, so just so you guys remember, a primary is much different than the general. If it is Abbott in the general, obviously I'm going to <laughs> vote for the Republican against Robert Francis O'Rourke. Just want to make that clear. Uh, all right, we've got to go to break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Tommy John. So um, I was actually just wearing my Tommy John's. Uh, uh, I'm going to admit to this. Those of you who watch the program from home, I'm talking about lounge pants, by the way. Um, those of you who watched the, the program yesterday, I was doing it from home. And I actually was wearing, I was wearing my Chad Prather hoodie, but um, on the bottoms, because you guys couldn't see me on screen, I was actually just wearing my Tommy John lounge pants and I wore them all day. Um, and I, uh, my son went to go play with a friend and I went to go pick him up and I was like, I don't think I'm going to change. I think I'm just going to wear these lounge pajama pants um, to go pick him up. And I sure did. You know why? Because they are the most comfortable things I have ever put on my body. Everything from Tommy John has been the softest fabric, the softest material that I have ever worn in my life, in my entire life. They sent some, uh, I got some for my husband as well. Um, so they, they started out with men's underwear. I know that is like the, the primary focus, but you will find something for everyone over at Tommy John's. He said, by the way, too, most comfortable. The underwear comfortable is insane. Ever. The Tommy John underwear is nice, breathable. Yeah. No, it really is. It's the breathability that makes the Tommy John difference. I'm glad that you said that because one day that was in my script and I was like, I'm not reading that. I don't, the breathability I don't is important. Parts. You need it because there's a lot of the festers down there. You need to air it out. You got to get the. Well, know. there you go. It gets the Alex Stein endorsement. Returns and exchanges are free with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. You can get 20% off your first order right now at tommyjohn.com slash Y. That is tommyjohn.com slash Y. See site for details. The latest on Russia and Ukraine, it is getting uh, extremely tense over there. I know that there have been reports that, you know, Russia is uh, hitting kindergartens and things of that nature. So getting really, really grim. I know that there have also been some very heart wrenching uh, videos that have gone out, stories that have gone out of Ukrainians just really putting their lives on the line um, and really showing a lot of pride in their country. Uh, reports are also circulating that Putin has articulated his ultimatums for Kiev. It is uh, to recognize Crimea as Russian, uh, to reject NATO accession, no weapon supplies from the West, and uh, that the uh, Luhansk and Donsk People's Republic all gain territory that the regions had pre-2014, um, and that, of course, he intends to keep those uh, regions around does seem weird to launch a full-scale invasion over just those particular uh, ultimatums because it doesn't seem to be too incredibly unreasonable. Um, so it does make you wonder why he went in full force like this if this was what he was asking for. But uh, regardless, that is what he is asking for. Um, gentlemen, I want to get your thoughts on this, but I, but I first want to play for you uh, the leader of our country, just a tremendous guy, Joe Biden, who uh, is constantly, constantly contradicting himself on the purpose of sanctions. And uh, his wonderful vice president, Kamala Harris, who is also doing the same thing. They're like, well, yeah, sanctions are meant to deter. And then they're like, <laughs> they're not meant to deter. What are you talking about? Watch. Number two, no one expected the sanctions to prevent anything from happening. The purpose of the sanctions has always been and continues to be deterrence. Wait, what? 
Can you guys get like your talking points in order, please? Because we don't even, it, they change. I would say they change from day to day, but I think they've actually changed in the same press conference before. So these are just, just the leaders uh, of our country. Nothing to, nothing to be alarmed about, guys. I mean, typical hypocritical speech from Joe Biden. I mean, I don't think we should expect anything different from this administration. I mean, Jen Psaki from the top down, they're very hypocritical. Uh, and you look at this thing. One thing I do want to highlight, though, there's a lot of videos of the citizens of Ukraine getting handed guns to mm -hmm. actually go defend themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a, a I want to make this point. That's why the Second Amendment is important, important in America, that we have to have guns. You know, yeah. we don't know for what reason. It doesn't matter whether it's an armed militia or not. We have to have protection. And that's what separates us from these Ukrainian citizens. So uh, I'm just saying our autonomy is based in the Second Amendment. I think that for me, that video was like, wow. Uh, I can't believe they're just giving citizens guns. They would, they would never do that, I don't think, in America under any circumstance. So we really, we really need to protect our rights that we have here so we don't end up in a similar situation like that. Wait, you mean mm. the Second Amendment was not designed for hunting? Exactly. Really? You know what I mean? Wow, yes. yeah, that's no. shocking. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, I think a lot of liberals will be shocked to hear that, yeah. Jorge. Yeah, they, uh, I guess one of my key takeaways has been actually kind of um, speaking to Americans. And then the, the thing is the, U, the you know, U.S. government and military has actually lost so much trust and confidence since the 2003 Iraq War. Or where if you speak to Americans, they don't know what to what to what to believe at this point. So you know, yeah, the you, um, the media kept saying, "Hey, um, the U.S. has received some type of intelligence that there's going to be a full-on invasion for like two weeks." So a lot of people are like, "Well, we don't even believe it at this point." Mm -hmm. I mean, it ended up happening, but it just kind of shows you this kind of distrust with the military and then the information that us citizens get. Um, so we'll see basically how, how things go forward. The one video that actually stood out to me was um, there was a video of a Ukrainian father yeah. saying bye to his little daughter. Mm -hmm. Uh, that was like I, like I ugly, got I ugly cried. When yeah, I, I got emotional, but it also kind of showed that like, hey, when things get real in your country, you need the men to step up and be men. And here in America, we're we're like telling our men not to be men yeah. anymore. Uh -huh. So yeah. that was one of my key takeaways. It's like, hey, like when things get real. Now you want the toxic masculinity or whatever, right? right? Yeah. right, right. Um, so that was a big, big takeaway for me. Yeah. Um, so let me, <laughs> you're mentioning uh, what uh, the Ukrainians find to be um, their, their value system, I should say. Let's talk about Americans' value system when it comes to looking at this uh, Ukrainian-Russian conflict from all the way here in America. Well, I say Americans, but I mean like the bottom of the barrel, <laughs> women of the view, who uh, Joy Behar actually is under a lot of scrutiny for her comments that she made when they were discussing this conflict. You'll hear, you know, uh, Sunny Hostin, she's like, well, there's going to be a lot of refugees, a lot of people displaced. They're going to have nowhere to go They're, You know, this is really sad. And Joy Behar is like, yeah, but I planned a vacation in Italy and I'm really <laughs> upset about that. Watch. Estimates are 50,000 Ukrainians will be dead or wounded yeah. and that this is going to start a humanitarian crisis, a refugee crisis in Europe. We're talking yeah. about five million people yeah. that, that are going to be displaced. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's heartbreaking to hear what is going to happen. Yeah. Well, I'm scared of what's going to happen in, in Western Europe, too. Yeah. Ah. You know, you just you plan a trip. You want to go there. I want to go to Italy for four years. I haven't been able to make it because of of uh, the pandemic. And now this, you know, it's, yeah. it's like who's going to what's going to happen there? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, what's going to happen there if you can't take your luxury elitist trip to Italy? Oh, no. I brings a tear to my eye almost just thinking about it, guys. That's the funniest comedy she's ever said in her entire life. Joy Behar has been a comedian for so long, but just that. Her not the unintentional. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sad about my vacation. I've been trying to go for four years. Yeah. And they're having a war and there's children dying. Oh, my God. So that's where we're at. These people are so insensitive to the real needs of society. They are like sit on their pompous throne. Oh, my vacation is ruined. And she says this on TV. And then everyone else on the table is just like nodding like, yes. Yeah, you can hear them. They're like, yeah, yeah. Do you think that they even, like they just know they can't question her? Because I'm listening to them respond like a bunch of seals and I'm like, do you guys, are you listening to her or are you just oh, saying she, yeah? I mean, she has no self-awareness because like even if she said that to her hairstylist or something, that would seem insensitive. But for her to say that on The View in front of everybody, like it really blows my mind, the insensitivity that people that are the talking heads for all the housewives, I guess you'd argue, or just, you know, kind of the women of our generation against their, their target audience. It's just a bad example of the people that we put in power to speak for us. Yeah. Like Behar, it, well, and it's not just her. There's another there's another clip that I want to I want to play for you guys because I saw it and you have to suffer along with me. Actress Annalyn McCord uh, mm. released this really weird video where she's like, dear Putin, this is what would have happened if I was your mom. It would have been much different. Yeah. Watch. Dear President Vladimir Putin. I'm so sorry that I was not your mother. Like, what? If I was your mother, you would have been so loved, <laughs> held in the arms of joyous light. Mm. Never would the story's plight, the world unfurled before our eyes, a pure demise mm. of nations sitting peaceful under a night sky. If oh. I was your mother, the world would have been warm. Mm. So much laughter and joy and nothing would harm. I can't imagine the stain, the soul-stealing pain that the little boy you must have seen and believed and the formulation of thought quickly taught She's just that you lived in a cruel, now. unjust world. Mm. Is this why you now decide no one will get the best of you? It's just weird always hearing from like the pro-abortion crowd, if if I had been your mother. It's like, if you had been his mother, you probably <laughs> would have just aborted him because that's what you guys talk about all the time is your right to kill babies. So I don't know how you can come in with this like motherly maternal, like I would have just loved you and you would have been much different. As if Annalyn McCord has like paid attention at all to foreign relations up until this very point. Well, she is the 90210 reboot star. Yeah, I mean, reboot. So you know if you want to get all of your geopolitical information <laughs> from the star <laughs> of 90210. But to that, she does look good. She's an Annalyn, she says Annalyn, her hair looks nice. She does look good. She, but she's an actress. She should. I mean, she knows how to carry herself. She knows how to be dramatic and say the thing. So the only positive thing Alex can say is she does look good. She okay. does. So yeah. that she's got that going for her. Yeah. We, we need a we need a Mexican mom version of like if Putin if I was her mother I would have hit with a chancla. So knocked out. But yeah. uh, no, I love the Bend you know Hollywood ball. liberals that like you know when there's like a tragedy disaster they just feel like oh my god with my one tweet or yeah. my one video yeah. like like Putin's really gonna stop in manifestation right. and be like oh my god. Well, <laughs> have they created a hashtag yet, though? Because if they create a hashtag, that might be what it takes to stop Putin in his tracks. But aren't you guys nervous how you're seeing the mainstream media defend Ukraine so much? Not that we shouldn't defend. I'm not saying necessarily we shouldn't. But it's like weird now that Hollywood's hopping on it. It makes it seem so ingenuine because I've lost so much trust with the mainstream media. Yeah. So you're like, 
okay, really? Is, you know, obviously I think Ukraine doesn't deserve to be, you know, bombarded with bombs, but at the same time, because the mainstream media is supporting them so much and going after them, like, gives me trepidation. That's where we're at. <laughs> where it's like, who can we trust? It's kind of scary. It is, yeah. Um, all right, we've got we to gotta take a break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Omega XL. So if you are, uh, if you just have these, if you have pain, whether it be arthritis or maybe you have like elbow problems or joint problems, whatever it is that is causing you pain, what you don't realize most most likely, is that the root cause of your pain is inflammation. That is why whenever you put on like a topical cream, you rub it on your shoulder if that's what's hurting you, and you're like, wow, that feels really good for like 10 minutes, and then it completely goes away, and you're back in pain. Don't let that happen. You got to try Omega XL, okay? It is, uh, it's made from the uh, an essential fatty acid combination from the waters of New Zealand. So it is drug-free, but it is going to solve that inflammation, and it will get you out of pain. And when it does, it can be like changing because I know I know what it's like to be in pain by the way I was in a car accident and uh, messed up a bunch of the discs in my back and it just it like it ruins your whole day it ruins your mood you're snapping at your family members it just it can really be life-changing to get out of pain so you got to try it order a bottle of Omega XL now get a second bottle for free over at omegaxl.com news that is omegaxl.com news So often we have uh, stories that come up on the program that just highlight the need to get your kids the hell out of public schools. And I always like to make sure to bring as many as I can to the table just as a helpful reminder for you guys, get the hell out of public schools. This one uh, comes from, again, Texas. So if you think that you're safe if you are in a red state like Texas, you're not, all right? Texas middle school teacher uh, was placed on administrative leave this week after she was caught on camera wishing that conservative Christians would, quote, get COVID and die. Now, I want to play the video clip for you. I do want to point out um, that it's very hard to hear. It's easier if you, those of you who are just listening on audio, you probably want to go watch the video because it's easier to match it up with her lips to, like, see what she's saying and when she's saying it because there's a lot of uh, crosstalk going on. But uh, here is that clip. Watch. We have a So that was a teacher, Lisa Grimes, over at Colleyville Middle School. And just for those of you who had trouble hearing it, she said, we have a political system that will not allow us uh, to something. It was inaudible. So we're vaccinating like the flu, which is, you know, get the flu vaccine if you want, but you can't. Don't tread on me, but it's too late. It would have had to have been immediate. If we would have done it immediately, it would already be gone. That's what's frustrating. The rest of my life is impacted because of politics, because of conservative Christian crap. I'm telling you, those conservative Christians, they need to die. They need to get COVID and die. That is who we have teaching uh, our school children. Yeah, wow. I mean, it's really sad. And, like, I guess you would say I would compare, like, cultural events, COVID, to 9-11. But the difference between after 9-11, we were all together. You know, mm-hmm. there was a terrible event. Yeah. But it brought us together. We had camaraderie ship. We were buddies. We were, you know, we just 
But that is so different than what's happening now. Now mm -hmm. we are just celebrating when people die, whether they're on either side of the aisle. And, and we're wishing death upon people. Like, as a, a, a normal society, should not do that under any circumstances. Well, we also had a leader, though, who united us. I mean, say what you will about Bush now. I'm not a huge mm -hmm. fan of him. But at that moment, yeah. he did at least unite us. We now have a, a president who goes on stage and tells the entire country that half of, half of you are evil and to blame for everyone else getting sick, even though there's no evidence of it. So it's like we have no leader to unite us. Well, we don't need to worry about Ukraine or Russia. We're more worried about our neighbors because they have a slight different political viewpoint of us. You know, right. they, they've weaponized us against each other. So that's really where we're at now. It's like teachers, these people that are supposed to be the most magnanimous people that are like, you know, low salaries are doing it for the love of the job because they want to be around children and help. Now are like wishing death upon the, the best people have become evil. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, a video like that, you would expect it coming out of, like, New York and California, right. but not, not Texas. Yeah. Te and this uh, is, like, so I mean, for those yeah. of you who don't, Colleyville is, like, not yeah. far from here. Yeah, right it's it's a Dallas suburb. It's mm -hmm. really not far. Like, it's not a place that people would think would be happening like this, but it's everywhere. And I, I think it was a student who filmed that video, but wow, what a, what a powerful video. And... I mean, it's only right for a teacher like that. Saying something like that about students, you have to be fired for that. I, I mean, yeah, administrative to, leave, yeah. which to me indicates because they didn't write paid or unpaid. I'm like, mm. all right, if they didn't say whether or not she's still being paid, mm. she's definitely still being paid. Yeah, I mean, she's going to lose her job as a teacher. She said some stupid comment. I mean, that's where we're at. It's like you go on an airplane now and a flight attendant, if you have Let's Go Brandon, they're going to you know, duct tape you to the seat. I mean, we're really just fighting with each other. And this teacher is a perfect example of, you know, she's... I guess get woke, go broke, lose your job, maybe not, but we really need to have some more professionalism and not wish death upon each other, especially if you're a teacher. And also for this teacher, it's like, you live in Texas. Yeah. What do you expect? Yeah. Of course, right, a lot of right. your kids are going to yeah. be yeah. Christian yeah. conservative. Like, move to Seattle yeah, or Portland if you yeah. don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> what, so, so what do you think, what has it been that has really, um, and again, I don't, I know that there are a lot of good teachers out there who may teach in public schools. I know they get very uh, frustrated, but it's not, when we say, public schools uh, are horrible now and teachers in public schools are horrible now. Obviously, that is not meaning every single one of them, but as a whole, it's gotten pretty bad. What do you guys think? Is it, is it the unions? Is that what has just really spoiled everything? I know exactly what it is. It's the indoctrination colleges. When you go to any mm. university this day and age, you're going to be indoctrinated, unless it's like some conservative. You're going to be part of that liberal agenda. It's just part of the indoctrination of a college. So all these teachers have, you know, usually secondary degrees. So mm -hmm. they're like so indoctrinated into the the psychological operation of liberalism and transgenderism and yeah. you know uh, intersectionality so that's why they're getting the wokest people and they're you know putting them through these basic indoctrination camps for eight years so that's why these teachers are like that in my opinion yeah that's very true then you know when we were in Virginia we did an investigation on you know Loudoun County and critical race theory and kind of what led to Glenn Youngkin's victory mm -hmm. what was interesting is a lot of teachers gave us um, a lot of important in info that it starts it starts with them first so you know let's say the teachers they'll, they'll join a school district They'll get actually trained to then push this type of you know mm -hmm. agenda on their on their students. So it starts with them, and then it goes down to the students. And um, look, the more if more parents find out, get involved with their school boards. Mm -hmm. You know, you could take control back. Uh, we just saw it in San Francisco. We had three progressive yeah. school board members that were that were recalled, and those those voters were yeah those too. those voters were progressive Democrats yeah. that even recalled them. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You don't screw with parents. Uh, you do not screw with mama bear or papa bear. Uh, it will not end well for you. And I think even the left is seeing that now. All right, we got to uh, we got to thank our sponsor. It is my go-to doc. 
Doc.com. So uh, mygotodoc.com is there for those of you who, you know, you want to be prepared. We're talking about COVID. I know the cases are down uh, right now, but you always want to be prepared. And being prepared means you have to have a doctor that you can trust who is going to be a COVID expert and who is going to be able to uh, to give you to, to uh, write the prescription for the medications that you're going to need. But more than that, once they write the prescription, you got to know where there is a pharmacy that is going to dispense these off-label medications that are not going to charge you an arm and a leg. You got to go over to mygotodoc.com. They will do that over there. Dr. Saeed uh, Hader is uh, doing something really, really special over there. I've used it. Um, I really, really highly recommend that you use it so that you can be prepared. He's a COVID expert. This is all he does. He's treated over 40,000 patients with zero deaths. You can register for free, ask questions as many as you need to, and they will connect you to pharmacies that will ship you a full 28 doses of ivermectin for less than anywhere else online. Like I said, I used it. It was very, very simple. And now I have the peace of mind that I am prepared. You need to be too. You got to go over to mygotodoc.com. That is mygotodoc.com. The CDC, as of the time of this taping, they have not yet come out and uh, given an overview of what specifically they are changing about their mask guidelines, but they are expected to later today. There have been some reports that have already come out that have stated that uh, the CDC is now going to um, loosen the federal COVID-19 mask guidance, but um, they are going to focus more uh, not just on cases, but on uh, hospitalizations, things of that nature, which is interesting that now they would choose to do that. But uh, they also say the report is that they should that most Americans will live in areas where federal guidelines will say that they are not required to wear masks indoors, uh, including schools, is what we are hearing from these reports. I do find it very interesting that like all of this is happening when everyone is paying attention to Russia and Ukraine and now quietly on a Friday afternoon, apparently, because it's pretty I mean, it's past lunchtime now and no word from them. Um, so I find it interesting that uh, now all of a sudden they're going to quietly announce this. Yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, it's a big distraction. COVID has just died ever since the war. You know, we see how we fight with Ukraine and now they don't even want to talk about COVID. But I mean, they're, they're obviously doing Putin, this. It was Putin. Exactly. Putin ended COVID. Putin ended COVID. I mean, it, but it's just so <laughs> oh obvious. They don't want to talk about it. everybody has COVID fatigue. But see, it doesn't matter. Even if they lift the mandates, they have to take the mass off the airplanes. Flying yeah. stinks. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be national news. When they do that, I mean, this is national news, but I'm saying once they lift it on the airplanes, that'll be huge. How can they keep it? I mean, how, how, how can they keep it when they're removing it everywhere else and airplanes have the like more filtrated air than like anywhere else indoors? Sarah, I let a random stranger, 300 pound guy, give me a physical to fly to, you know, El Paso. <laughs> so I think they can, you know, they have their <laughs> own fair. rules in an airport. That's fair. Oh, God. I mean, they've spread me and done all kinds of stuff <laughs> at the airport just to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. So I'm not surprised. I guess they're going to you know, have all these FAA rules because they, they, they do still want us to be like under the illusion that there is some sort of virus, but they also want to give some people some joy, you know, because people are just tired of just constantly being under the trauma-based mind control from the media scaring
scaring them that they're going to die of a virus. Yeah, I mean, I think this is their preparation for midterms. They're like, well, yeah. things are pretty bleak all the time. Uh, people are pissed that they still have to wear masks. We should probably, like, lighten that up on the back end. Well, but we're following the science, right. yeah. of course. To be honest, I don't know of anyone that actually listens to the CDC anymore, even <laughs> on, on both sides. Yeah. You know, a lot of uh, Democratic voters, they started to lose trust in the CDC when they said, well, if you get COVID and you're asymptomatic instead of isolating for 10 days, just five days, and then you know they told the nurses to go mm -hmm. back. So I don't know if anyone's actually listened to the CDC anymore. And at this mm -hmm. point, if you want to wear a mask, you're going to wear a mask. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like you don't some, even need some to... people. I want wearing masks. Yeah, and you know, like, I, definitely. And you know, it's funny. I was, Alex, I was actually, you walked in here with two masks. Yeah, I, well, I, I wore three. <laughs> That's just because my breath is kind of bad. I had some garlic. Uh, no, but a guy in my chat was like, you know, I'm anti-mask, but I wear it because my teeth are bad. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and I kind cool. of felt bad. I'm saying, you know, there are people that might wear a mask for whatever weird reason. But at the end of the day, it's you don't. You shouldn't be wearing the mask because you're like living in fear of these invisible germs. You know, I just yeah. I think that's the. If you want to wear it, it gives you peace of mind. Do it, but I shouldn't be mandated to have to wear it to go to Target and buy you know underwear. Or right, whatever it is. right, right. Um, well, Alex, you just had a. Uh, Pretty big thing happened to you in regards to these, well, the mandates and the, the pressure that all of these companies are under. Yes. Okay. So uh, I was basically on an NBC show called Traders. It's going to come out. So you're going to say, if maybe it's going to become a hit show. So I said it here first. I turned it down. They said I had to start. My, it's, it's films in Scotland. In order to go on the show, I had to start my vaccination schedule to be now in order to be ready a month later to go on the show. So if the show's a hit show, and I turned it down uh, because of integrity, mm. and you know it's going to be a hit show, and I'm going to look like an idiot. Well, it's but, not going to be a hit show if you're not. Exactly. It. It's not going to be a hit show. It's going to be a failure. <laughs> so the people that saw it, you lose because you mandated it. And, and it's, about, it's about the principle of it. Like, even though they say, you know, they're not making me get it, it just makes me ineligible by not getting it, you know, that double speak. Yeah. It's like, come on. They know it's a mandate. So... I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm uh, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I'm throwing in the trash because of integrity, because I don't have any other choice. I'm not going to let them put right. something in my body without my choice. Well, which, again, just doesn't make any sense because even the CDC director has said that the vaccine does not stop It's safe and effective, though. Do not say that. And no, you can it's still good. It's the get best. it. No, it's the best thing Michelle ever. Michelle Walensky said <laughs> this. Well, I can was, say that on YouTube yeah, because the said CDC that. said it. Yeah, but she was just uh, misspeaking. It's the best really? thing ever. Yeah, right. it's a take huh. it, get your booster. It'll You're going to live forever. It actually means you live longer. Yeah, you can, <laughs> yeah, you can live to 111. Uh, that's what they're saying in the new uh, uh, data. Yeah, it's going to life extension if you get enough. So. We love you, Pfizer. Thank you so much for being there for you. You've been there. Everybody else has not been there, but Pfizer and Moderna, yeah. mm -hmm. I just want to say thank you all. Y'all have been there this whole time. Yeah. The, uh, the, the first responders, doctors, nurses no, no. who right. are being fired, they haven't been there at all. No, no. Thank you, Pfizer. CDC, Leanna Wynn at CNN. Thank you so much, Leanna Wynn. You've been a lifesaver without you through this pandemic. I would have Sponsored by yeah. Pfizer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, all right, you know what? Let's uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be back. Kind of not used to it being warm in here. Before we go, a reminder to catch Jorge's new documentary. Again, this is like his bazillionth documentary because all he does is work. No play, just work. But he does it for you guys because there's important information to get out there. Jorge. 
Yeah, please check it out, guys. Like I said, it's, a, it's an important story of, you know, it's LAPD officers, firefighters, nurses, teachers who have made a personal decision, who have been not only fired or, you know, placed on unpaid leave, but have been demonized by media, the local media, the Los Angeles Times, um, by the mayor, Eric Garcetti, by our governor, Gavin Newsom. And it's basically them against uh, the world. So we just want to, like I said, give them a voice, tell their stories and their battles of, you know, making their personal uh, decision. So yeah, it's an important story. Um, do you are you working on anything new right now? So right now, I feel so like you, yeah, we're you're next always month doing something. Next month, we're headed up to Northern California, and we're going to do a sequel to the very first documentary that we filmed, which was the Cartel of USA. Yeah. We're going to be looking at um, all the Mexican drug cartels, Chinese mafia, illegal marijuana operations up in Northern California, Shasta County. So we'll be up there um, pretty soon. So as soon as we have that up. It looks like I'll be back here they, and we'll be talking They call about that it. the Emerald Triangle, so that's where yep. you're going? Yeah, wow. we'll be going up to a, there's a Murder mountain up mountain. there called Mur Mur Murder, yeah. Murder Mountain, wow. where a lot of shootings go uh, take place with, with these illegal marijuana operations. So we want to really tell this whole story, because um, now we're seeing these drug cartels actually move into the, you know, other states mm -hmm. in America uh, mm -hmm. producing this. So, but yeah, check out the new documentary. It's the Hero to Zero. We made our own website first, so it's just hero to zero doc, uh, dot com. We have the trailer there as well if you want to send it to a family and friend. Well, thank you for all of your hard work on that again. Uh, all right, those of you who have not yet done so, make sure that you go over and uh, submit a review wherever you get your audio podcast. Uh, it helps more people be able to find the show. And as you all know, uh, the conservatives, uh, the algorithm is against us on purpose. So make sure to help us beat that. Also, you may see a review read live on air like the one today from .dev, five stars, they say. Uh, the news and why it matters. Wow, today's show was the bomb. Uh, love your A.G. Paxton fighting the fight. He needs to be on again Thank you for all you do. Yes, we were so happy to be joined by Ken Paxton himself. Uh, as a reminder, Texas, by the way, last day for early voting today. The polls close at 7. Uh, I know Chad Prather would appreciate your vote. Ken Paxton would appreciate your vote. He, uh, Bush is running against him, so go vote for Ken Paxton. Yeah, go yeah. vote for Jeff Leach <laughs> if you're in District 67. Just make sure that you go vote. Go vote. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.